this is Sam Kennegraff, president of the Christian Research Institute and host of the Bible Answer Man broadcast with another Hank Unplugged Short. This Sunday, I worshipped in Southeast Asia. After a drive of almost three hours, maybe a little longer, we came to a remote village and as we pulled up to that village, there were lines and lines of people, people numbering, not just in the hundreds, but actually maybe a thousand or more people. And what was particularly moving about these people is not only their acts of kindness towards us, their excitement to see these these visitors from the United States, but but to recognize that these are first-generation Christians. So think about this. We're getting out of the car and we're we're having lays put around our neck. We're walking through streams of people who are are throwing flowers at our feet. It is as though you're in the book of Acts, quite literally in the book of Acts. First generation people on fire for their faith. And then you go into their their church building such as it is, where all these people are packed in seat to seat, shoulder to shoulder. They're just sitting on the floor and they're there for, maybe it was a little more than three hours sitting, not bored, not uninterested, but completely engaged as they absorbed the liturgy, as they prayed the Lord's Prayer, as they recited the creeds, as they worshiped God, as their senses were engaged through incense and through light, through candles. It was a glorious experience to see their faces and to recognize that that what happened in the first century can, can happen in the 21st century. These churches, they're called Believer's Eastern Church, at least the churches that I have visited, they number in the thousands, people numbering in the millions. Well, as first-generation Christians, what do they need? They and their bishops and their priests or pastors, they need training. They need to be equipped because they need to grow properly in the faith. They've come to Christ, but now they need to become reproducing disciple-makers themselves. It's extraordinary when you are in a first-generation context in a rural part of Southeast Asia, maybe I should say a rural part of the global south where the Spirit of God is moving mightily when, when, when you're there, you, you, you intuitively recognize that 
that God's work is spreading and it needs to be fortified. It needs to to be not just enlarged in terms of masses of people, but depth of the faith. And that is precisely what is happening. And uh, I have to say that I am just deeply grateful to be able to play a small part in the equipping process through the Ministry of the Christian Research Institute. It is an extraordinary privilege. It is humbling. It is amazing. Uh, you know, you read about people who are demon-possessed in the, in the book of Acts where you can see it because where the gospel and light moves in, the dark forces, which are just as real as the very flesh upon our bones, even though they're spiritual forces, they're, they're nonetheless real. Uh, they do not take the, the intrusion of light into their darkness well and do all they can to disrupt. But you see that the power of God is far greater than the power of darkness. So once again, I am so grateful that through our Going Global uh, initiative, our, our, our ministry is, is having an impact for time and for eternity. And I am so grateful for the vision of my dear friend, Metropolitan Johan, who has, has worked tirelessly and selflessly to, to be used of God as a catalytic force for, for the spread of the gospel in a way that I can certainly, from my heart, say is unprecedented. So to be able to team up with, with, with men of God uh, like that is extraordinary. In, in my next short, in fact, as soon as I click off, I think I'm going to do it. I, I, I want to talk about one of the orders that has been created. It's called Sisters of Compassion. So long for now.